Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Throwback Thursday. Hope you're having a wonderful week. It's the humidity of summer is still raining down upon us. For a second there, we thought summer was over, and then they were like, knock, knock, who's there? Summer, we're back again. Hi. The Donna Summer musical? That's right. The revival's happening already. Wow, we, we moved <laughs> fast. one Donna Summer <laughs> production's not enough. No, we need, we need 20 of them going on. In fact, oh, a, a perfect world would be if they looked like every Broadway theater and every theater was playing the Donna Summer musical. Yeah. Hey, hey, 20 more Lashanzas, I'd be a happy man. You yeah. know what? I'll give you that. Right? Yeah. In fact, I would like to see like all the Lashanzas over the over time. Like when I saw her in Ragtime or Lashans oh. in Color Purple or Lashan, you know, all of the different like eras of Lashans. I'd be okay with that. Like I'd watch a, that like musical. Like a Lashans retrospective. Yes, Lashans musical. Mm-hmm. You, yep. I I kind of want to go back to the era of. Do you remember when? Do you remember like you were there? I was going to ask you about the original production of HMS Pinafore. I remember it well. The doily cart production. First of all, they trusted a guy named Doily Cart. That's their first problem. You never know. know, None of them were suspicious. What's your name? Like "Mm, Doily. Oh, that's hey. You want to you want to team up? We can like put on a show together. Doily Cart. Mm -hmm. Doily Cart. It worked, man. They toured all over the world. They were like, you know, they started the whole copyright a little bit. You know, they were they wanted to make because at the turn of the century, you know, you could people would just go to London, hear the productions and then like run race off to New York and put on a production without any, you know, paying the original writers and everything. And they were they bridged that gap. I just want Doily Cart to have gone to equity and them to be like, you need to pick another name. We already have a Doily Cart here. (laughs) That happened to me, actually. There was was a Kevin. There was a Kevin Thomas, and that's why I'm Kevin David Thomas. And I just was like, oh, gosh, it's so, like, three first names, really? But oh, they're oh, my names. Oh, how 90s so of you. <laughs> Kevin David Thomas, Sarah, Sarah Yurid Barry, and Debbie Shapiro-Gravid <laughs> are all going to appear. Jason Robert Brown. Are all going to be in the musical three. Um, God, God bless that. <laughs> I like that musical. Wait a minute. They did that at Prince Music Theater. Uh, Hal Prince was a part of it, I believe. Uh, there was John Bocchino had a musical. Uh, Lindsay, um, Robert Lindsay Nassif, remember him? He they wrote like Elliot Ness in Cleveland. They, it was one of the other what? musicals. You're making up titles. Yeah. No, are you talking about the musical Three? Yeah. What are you talking about? The same thing. We're talking about the same thing. Yeah, the three musicals. Yeah, and, and like the title was like the the number, yeah. three, and one of them, like, and the lawnmower man's in one of them, right? Not the lawnmower, right. man, the lawn chair, and that and that was written by uh, uh, Jason Robert Brown. No, Nassif, N A S S I F F. Jesus Christ, you make me think like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know exactly what I'm talking about. I I I am just I am just trying to get further information because I did not see three. I'm sorry. I did not, but I have the cast recording, and it oh. was I enjoyed it because think about it. We don't really have like name me another like I'm going to tie this in with what we saw today. We saw two one act monologues on Broadway: Sea Life and a <laughs> uh, Seawall and a Life. No, no, uh, we and saw we, were, we saw three <laughs> monologues today. We saw a Seawall, <laughs> a Life, say. and Yenta's arguing in the theater. 
the retired party ladies from the 70s okay, now Kevin. are all grown up. And let me tell you, you go to a, you go to a matinee on Broadway, and I'm telling you, it, there is a bigger show going on in the audience than there is on stage oftentimes. Kevin, bef- before, My God. before you ask your question, let us just tell our listeners what we had to sit through today. First of all, the play is beautiful. I thought the play was beautiful. I'll give you my review first because I'm talking. Um, <laughs> I, thought fair, the, fair. I, I thought the play was absolutely beautiful. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's performance was fabulous. Unreal. Uh, I, I had a really good time except for the fact Kevin and I were sitting next to all these y- – okay, first of all, Yentas, God love you. You got you – first of all, you all get to the theater two hours before the curtain even opens. <laughs> That's the first thing. And I know you did a dry run the night before to make sure you were getting to the theater on time. I know how this works. So you all get there with that purple hair rinse in your hair because you all have the same purple hair rinse. And you all have an iPhone that has 400 apps on it. And then when they say turn off your phone, I don't know how to turn it off. How did you download the 400 Uh, apps but you don't know how to turn the phone off? I almost leaned over and I was like, sir, sir, I can help you. Like, let me just, I'm willing to help. Uh, uh, please, so please now Kevin, just don't let it go off. Don't now, let it go off. Kevin got there before I got there, and you said you had problems with them in lines because there's two lines oh, at yeah. the theater. Tell us. Well, you go to the box office, and then you can just kind of str- – I, by the way, I love the Hudson Theater. It's a beautiful – it's the oldest theater on Broadway, 1903. It's awesome. It's beautiful, whatever. So you go into the box office, and then you don't have to go back outside again. You just like feed into the line that they scan your ticket. Well – the line was not going fast enough out of the box office. And the ladies and the and gentlemen behind me were like, what What line are we going in? Is it over here? What's, what are they doing? Why are they scanning them first? We, Ten seconds. I, and I just moved over to the other line. They followed me. Well, then they decided to start scanning the people from the box office. Now why are they scanning them? What? What? Why do th- – this is a mess. This is awful. <laughs> this is this is no organization. And you're like, no. You, we, everyone's going to get in. It's like getting on a plane. Everyone's going to get on. Everyone's going to get off. It's going to be okay. And we're talking – I'm not talking like a couple of minutes. I'm just talking 10 seconds, 15 seconds. You're all fine. Everybody calm down. Oh so God, It was such a production. So we get in there, right? And yes. then, Okay, so once again, Yentas, now you're all in half an hour. You're sitting there for 30 minutes. At this point, this would be a really good idea in these 30 minutes while you're talking about your nephew and your nieces who never call you anymore. And after spending <laughs> an hour in the theater with you, I understand why they're not calling anymore. This is a perfect time for uh, you up. to unwrap said Ricolas, said Kit Kat bars, and said pills that you need to take. Okay? This isn't new. This isn't new. This isn't, this isn't new. new. You knew. You knew. So why is it then at 2.07, when he's up there doing a monologue about like a baby dying, you're sitting there <laughs> and you're like, time to uncrinkle my Ricola. As like, slowly as possible. Like re- just like slowly. Okay. Here's what you're going to do. If you got out that Ricola, you're now going to have the balls to rip that thing as loud as you possibly can in one fell swoop. You can't go halfway with me. I want to rip that Band-Aid off. You just rip that tag right open and you go right into there. But don't you dare do that slow unwrap because that's what I had for this whole fucking monologue. Oh, I know. And and, and, it's like like the gentleman, the older gentleman who has to cough every five minutes. He just has one big aggressive cough. Fine. He doesn't slowly (laughs) cough for 10 seconds. No. No, no, just, just I, disrupt it. I want you to do me a favor. When you're sitting home alone for three hours, I want you to count how many times you actually cough. I'll give you the number. Zero. You <laughs> cough zero times unless you have a cold. Suddenly, we get in there, and everyone's got avian bird flu all of a sudden. 
all of a sudden it's, it's a cacophony of coughs <laughs> and it's always like they know like i'm gonna wait to the most quietest moment where the actor is having like a deep interest <laughs> no and it's always like you know and why are you like, coughing uh, you just unwrapped 20 cough drops why are you coughing <laughs> hey what who are those old guys over your left shoulder what are the names? That's Stadler and Waldorf from the Muppets. Yeah, that's us right now. That is oh. that is us right now dealing with talking uh, but, about our oh, But you know what, Kevin? I don't think but I told. Was, I didn't. I didn't tell you this. The woman in front of me was eating. Was eating popcorn. First of all, I'm sorry. The Hudson Theater. You shouldn't be selling popcorn to people. No, no, no the Theater. It's not you get A big bowl, a big thing of popcorn, and a bottle of champagne to take to your seat with you. How oh my lovely. god. At one point, one of the characters revealed like something really deep, and there was like this dead silence, and all of a sudden, I heard because <laughs> she was pouring herself a fucking refill. Did I tell you the woman asked the usher, "Can I get more ice?" <gasps> what are we at Rock of Ages? Are you I didn't kidding t- me? I didn't tell you that. I forgot to tell you that. What? That's in, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. I have someone staying with me. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I just, I, was like, I, just I just Kevin, Kevin thinks I'm nuts because I just like a wave to. The usher comes down at intermission. It's like, hey, everybody, don't forget, turn off your cell phones. It's really important to turn off your cell phones. So the woman raises her hand. She goes, she goes, can I get more ice for my drink? That's what she was asking. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then the popcorn lady wouldn't stop eating the popcorn. And this guy kept shooting her like those dirty, like passive aggressive looks. And she kept looking. I'm like, what? What are you going to do about it? And I was like, you know what? She's kind of right. I paid for my they, ticket. They gave her the popcorn. They offer it. Yeah, they offer so it. I, hey. I, but that being said, the production was wonderful. I really got a, I thought <laughs> yeah, it was sorry. beautiful. I thought Jake Gyllenhaal. It didn't distract. I've had worse experiences at matinees in the theater. You know, <laughs> I've had honest. worse experience in the theater. I'm like, well, that's no, the pull no, quote no, no. for this show. No, because like this was a this was just two monologues back to back. It and, was built in that we were going to be disturbed. Like I knew that I was going to get annoyed at some point because there's no musicals. There was nothing to amplify the and, ambient sound around me to, to dull it a little bit. And I you think know? they were doing it acoustically. Is that correct? Or no, they were mic'd. They were mic'd. They were Those, body mic'd. The, there was. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee it. There was no way that 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 they were talking like that. You can tell when you're in a theater and they are. There's no mic. There's no. Amp, it, it, you could still hear them a little bit from the stage. We were in the in the what they call the dress circle, which well, is really the mezzanine. Well, kudos um, to that sound designer because it, it was yes. to me it felt seamless. It was. It was just enough. I think it was uh, Daniel Kruger who did. Um, oh, marvelous! He did uh, Oklahoma, which is almost exactly the same thing. So it really makes sense that um, that they would use him for that. And but it, it was just enough. It wasn't overamplified, but it was. They definitely had help because there was one moment when he went upstage. He was facing upstage. If you, you were in a theater it. and there was no microphone, there's there, the sound never changed. I could have projected. <laughs> oh, going back to my original question. Um, so other than I was thinking of you know shows that are like we were joking about the musical three um that was three one acts with all different composers all different teams same actors throughout the piece apple tree same thing three musicals you know i'm trying to think of of other productions that were one acts shows with strung together themes perhaps like like these two monologues today were by two different playwrights but by the end of the piece 
you could feel the journey that the two were connected by. You know, I mean, this this idea that we're all together. I, I think we all got pain. Everyone's going through something, and it doesn't make it not real. But blah blah blah. Um, yeah. And I, really, the the show, the, the the theater piece that we saw today is really wonderful, folks. You should check it out if you can. But I'm just thinking of other musical because I know that they thought the apple tree would be some. They, everyone would do this, you know, and this would be big, you know, and these little one act musicals. Yeah. And because it's a great way to, and, and Apple Tree is the same songwriting team. It's not even three different songwriters. Like does, three. Is. Does, I'm John, trying to think. does John and Jen count? No, cause it's Andrew Lippa and it's, 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 they are connected because it's Jen. And then she names her son, John after her brother. So first act is her and her brother. Second act is her and her son. You're, you're talking about like two totally separate. I'm talking uh, about like that are just in one evening, two separate bits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the lawn, lawn chair man and uh, well, the musical dancing by John Aquino or, does, you would know, you, would you, would you count contact? No, no. So no. Maybe, maybe, maybe just the apple tree. Is yeah. Good one at. though. It's a good, Hey, if, if we're going to get I just one, it's kind of cool. I just kind of think it's kind of interesting that more people haven't tried that either. Audiences. You know, to, Help us, listeners. Help I'm curious. Us. Have us you ever been? Have you seen? You know, and I'm not talking like, like Mad Woman of Central Park West, where it's like all different songwriters, but it's still like strung together with this, you know, with Phyllis you know, Newman on a Phyllis bed, Phyllis Newman on a bed, and yelling at her daughter to stop bothering her. I'm trying to do something right now. Get out of here. I hope. Sorry. I hope thousands and thousands of years from now, when aliens land on this planet, and they're like, "What were the '70s like?" All they have is the PBS copy of the Mad Woman at Central Park West to give them an idea of what oh '70s transcendentalism get in touch with my my inner self is like. Indeed. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Not a favorite. Yep. No, not uh-huh. a favorite. It was a favorite thing. Mad it was. Oh yeah, you Park did have West that. Because I, I watched it because of you. Because she sings better in it. One of my favorite songs. Uh, like the the uh, Ed Ed Cleveland better. Yeah. Like, I've been the, 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 I've been yeah. rich. I've been poor. Rich is better. Look yeah. at you, look at you making choices. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin gave, gave me full on acting beats. It was amazing. So, you know, when there's a class act, you gotta go full out. You, you gotta know? you gotta go full out, folks. Full out, full out, and I love that. Um, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything else. Well, I saw Betrayal. But it doesn't open until tomorrow, so I, I don't I don't want to talk about a show that's still in previews. Fair enough, fair enough. I don't know why Marlon Brando just felt like he couldn't talk yeah, about I a know, show that's still in take previews. Take the cotton out of your mouth, Rob. Take the cotton out of your mouth. I can, you, um, know I, you know what I can do the next time I see you? If you give me an orange wedge, like an orange slice, I can do Marlon Brando dying in The Godfather. Wow. Have you, have you seen The Godfather, right? Of course. Yeah, it's classic. Do you know at the end where he like puts like the orange in his mouth and like is like, like tries to make his grandson laugh and he like has a massive heart attack and dies? <laughs> Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, if right. you haven't seen The Godfather, that's how he dies in an orange field. I don't know what else to tell you. That I can do that really well. Okay. Wow. Special but, skill. Put that on. Can there. I put that on as a special skill? Marlon no, Rando dying in The Godfather? Not. No. Why no, not? Let's, let's... Can I put my big boy. Uh, from Dick Tracy impression on there. I do love the big boy impression. Thank you. I'm, I'm pretty. Well, no, I haven't showed you the re- the one that I do where he's like. He finds oh, you forgot to show me part. today. Well, yeah. I, well I, I didn't think it was an appropriate time and during the two monologues about grief to be like, hey, anyone here remember Dick Fair. Tracy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And show hands, anybody? Show no? hands. Show hands. Five top mumbles. Get, get your you know, lips fanless. <laughs> no. Did we, remember how we talked last week about the blank action figure? I Guys, found a YouTube video Rob to show Kevin. My, if like 
14 year old Kevin had seen that, I would, I, all these years, Rob, I had no idea that the mask actually came off the action figure. Okay. So if you haven't seen the movie, Dick Tracy folks, I'm going to give you another spoiler. This, this, uh, this podcast should just be called spoiler today because <laughs> if you, okay. So folks in the Dick Tracy movie, which is genius. If you've never seen it, there's a villain known as the blank. Who's a man that has literally no face, no eyes, no right. nose, no mouth, no nothing. It's terrifying. At the end of the movie, it's revealed that the blank is actually Madonna. Spoiler. Um, and the blank is not her acting style. It's actually the name of her character. And so they take, they take, they take. So anyway, so what happens is at the end of the movie, like they rip her mask off and there's Madonna underneath. Well, for us. You're like, oh my gosh, what? Like, yeah. It was Madonna. Uh, it wasn't Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> um because he's also in the movie. Um, yeah, 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 totally. So they came with these, these Dick Tracy action figures, and the blank was the hardest one to find. So I found a YouTube video. First of all, the cheapest one available now is like $2,500. So who's yes. paying money for that? But um, when you rip the, the doll, when you take the, the, ma- the doll has a mask on it, and when you take the mask off the doll, it's Madonna's face underneath it. Kevin and I did not know that until we saw the video. So it was a very exciting moment for both of us. And this probably explains why I have no friends. <laughs> I was going to say, we just did a nice non sequitur into like the other nerdy world that we both love and live in is some <laughs> toys from the 1980s, which I actually, I still collect G.I. Joe. So thank you. Oh, G- G. I- did you see someone wants to do G.I. Joe's where they take the weapons away and he's just doing yoga poses? Shut your face. I swear to you. There's no, jo- that's not a joke. I swear to you. That's not a joke. That it's is a, really, really it's funny. Like G.I. Joe and, and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Lotus Oh my position. gosh, I love that. So, and uh, I have all those uh, Dick Tracy figures. I've got to take a picture and show you all of them. Do you that have I the have. blank? Crazy. No, I looked everywhere as a kid for the blank. I knew even as a kid 20 years ago that this was the hardest figure to find. <laughs> I think one day, just to really piss you off, I'm going to buy that doll of the blank and have him <laughs> sitting on my angel recording. And just be like, come hey, get I have Angel now. I have Angel now. Oh, yeah, then I can't, I, I can't rub this in your face anymore. Fine, <laughs> fine. Hey, I, I heard you had a favorite thing. Do you have a favorite hey, thing? Let's do I it. Yeah, let's do a favorite thing. thing. I have a really random one. And this is mine, really... Mine is random, but kind of amazing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Same, same for me too. Okay. Um, and you know, I'm sure by now you have people reaching out to you saying, "Hey, Kevin, uh, Kevin, Rob, you know, what about this? What about this? What about this?" And I write everything down and I check it all out and I vet them all. But, but our good friend Kevin Daly, um, <laughs> you, <vet> <laughs> you know, he just don't want to throw anything out there. It's got to be my favorite thing. Well, Kevin was Kevin, our, our good friend Kevin Daly, brought this YouTube channel to light for me, and it has kind of rocked my world. Um, Absolutely fascinating. This is what you're going to do, folks. You're going to go to YouTube. You're going to type in something very specific. It feels like a secret code, but it will lead you to where we want to go. You're going to type in the letters A as in apple, I as in ice, period, R as in red. So A-I-R. But the period goes between the I and the R. And then you're going to type the word broadcasting. So it's A-I period R broadcasting. What's going to happen is you're going to see two very sweet looking older folks channel. 
and you're, it only says air when you click it. And oh. You've got to scroll down, and you've got to scroll down other stuff and be like, "There's not that's not the broadcasting thing." But go to the go to the the channel itself, and you're going to see John Cullum, the great Broadway actor, and his wife Emily Frankel, and you're going to find their channel, which is AIR Broadcasting. And what this is, folks, is John Cullum and his wife. Uh, she's definitely the host, um, and it is their vlog. Basically, there are literally hundreds of videos of them. They are no longer than eight minutes, no shorter than five minutes. So you just pick and choose. Do not go in order. Um, just look around. Some And it is just them talking. And she always has like a little theme, always like a little something to talk about. It could be something as little as like, what do you do all day? How do you keep busy? What do you do when you're unemployed? Everything. Every. I mean, we're talking hundreds of in hundreds of videos they go back 10 years they release like one every month or every two weeks um now i'll, I'll remind you know listeners long-term listeners you guys know john Cullum. he's a legendary actor on broadway he started in 1960 in camelot he was on the, on a clear day in 65 he's in 1776 shenandoah got him a tony award in 74 uh on a clear day all the way up through like you're in town which i saw him in in 2002 i saw him in august osage county as the opening monologue uh you know the grandfather i saw him in 110 in the shade that revival with your mentor uh, lonnie price i saw him in scottsboro boys twice uh he was just in waitress two years ago uh so the man is uh, he's 89 years old he was born in 1930 he's been married to his wife since 1959 that is 60 years that they've been together they are so freaking cute in these videos some of the titles and you can literally search i just like i pick one that i think looks interesting and i'll click it and then it's just it's fascinating the beautiful thing is that these are here forever I mean, ostensibly, they're never going to go away. We're mm-hmm. always going to know what it was like for him to work in the business, mm-hmm. for them to know what it was like, for us to know what it was like to be an artist in this world, even uh, an octogenarian, uh, and, and and what that is like in the year, t- you know, 2019. All the, you know, so some titles that they have: uh, John Cullum and Madeline Kahn, uh, playing a transvestite; John Cullum on Hal Prince; John Cullum on the red carpet; revisiting the musical Shenandoah on a clear day. In quotes madness um advice to young actors one night stands uh it, it's just a really there's oh, so much this. to find there's so many there's so much information out there you know some of it is like you'll watch the first couple seconds you'll be like mm, no I don't, i'm okay i don't need to know what he has for breakfast skip go to the next one you know i'm not saying every single one is like you know gold but they are they are a fascinating glimpse it's what a vlog really should be you know, it's a video blog, and it's just these—it's just the capturing a little bit of their life. But I had no idea for ten years that they've been doing this for this long. I'd never seen it, never knew any. And some of the—I mean, the, at most they have like two hundred views, three hundred views. We're not talking—you know—it's but it's for a fan of musical. We're going to get those numbers up to three hundred one. Who, who appreciates? <laughs> who appreciates John Cullum, the work he's done, and his wife? She's an author, and she's a she was a dancer. Um, but their chemistry is lovely. They are very sweet. They're really human. It's definitely a glimpse into what it is to be an artist, uh, a, a working career artist. Uh, and I think it's a great glimpse into that. So I would highly I, – I would just check them out. And if you want to interact with her, she's on Twitter at E-M uh, uh, as an M and then Talkery, T-A-L-K-E-R-Y-M, Talkery. She's on Twitter. Um, you can talk to Emily. And um, I would just check it out. So this is AI period R broadcasting. You can check out the life – and times and information and fun of John Collum. I rise again.
I close Molasses my door. For oh, that's, oh, that's the other one you're going to do? That's I love that. I don't know. I was gonna, don't I, be the bunny. I, oh, I was going to sing from on a clear day. If anyone among us had an inkling or a clue. <laughs> just, What's oh. the Shenandoah? Do a Shenandoah. Oh, I don't. I don't know. All I, I, don't, all I know is freedom, and that's on the song he sings. Yeah. Freedom. Wow. Okay, never mind. Sorry, nobody wants to hear. Next to love, and I like fighting. I like. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, that's that's I always that's I always love that when they get like nine guys from Flaming Saddles to come in and, and, and sing a song about next to love, and I love fighting. So it's. I know, and, and then they're gonna go uh, best little whore, little whorehouse in Texas as the football players, and that always that always comes across really. <laughs> I'm an Aggie. I'm an Aggie. Well, um, <laughs> let's go to the whorehouse. Let's go to the okay. whorehouse. Um, God help us all. Hey, you know what I forgot to mention really quickly? You know what I did uh, yesterday? I went to no. our this week. We have Robbie Rizell as a guest, and um, he's going to be our guest next week to talk about the musicals. And I went to he's his a- I went to his show last night, Tuesdays <laughs> at, at fifty four with Robbie Rizell. It was a blast. Yeah. For, former guest Julia Murney was there. Oh, yeah, that's right. She sang a wonderful rendition of And the World Goes Around. Guys, if you get the chance to come to New York, go see this, this show. It's absolutely hysterical. It was only $15. They have a – Can't beat it. You cannot – you literally You're never going to go see anything in that, that venue for 15 bucks. And you, you know? get, and you get to see the one and only Diva Robbie live and in person. Yes, live right. and on stage at the Winter Garden Theater. Diva Robbie for one night only. <laughs> His opening act will be Shirley Bassey. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing this really week. Bassy. I don't know. Okay. Why. I, I, yes. uh, golden. I don't know. I'm, I, but I yes. I'll yes and you. Yeah. Thank sure. You. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, it, was, it was either going to be Shirley Bathy, Bathy, Shirley Bathy, Lena Horn, Lena Horn, opening up. Lena Horn. Horn. <laughs> she's she's back and right. Russell back. and better than before. She's going to sing Stormy Weather. <laughs> that was you know, twice. I think, I think yes, that's kind of a genius thing. I kind of think I missed my calling in life. I should have been like one of those old thirties announcers. I think I, I I just was born in the wrong era. I was born too soon and I started too late. That's why. I oh, did it. thank you, <laughs> thank you. That's that was from Gypsy. Um, thank you all. What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is okay, folks. I realized if you love musical theater. Flops there. I said the word. I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to Lesser say flops. Known. Lesser known. Yes. Then you're going to love what I'm about to lay on all of you. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, okay. So there is a brilliant man. His name is Tom Judson. Tom Judson. Tom Judson is uh, probably best known today for one of two things. In the theater world, he's the musical director for Charles Bush, the great, fabulous, wonderful Charles Bush. Before that, Tom was a guy named Gus Maddox, who was one of the most prolific gay pornography actors uh, working uh, about 10, 15 years ago. Um, yes, isn't it? Yep, 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 yep. Uh, he's Where's also the author going? of, oh, you'll see. Uh, he's also the author of a wonderful book called Laid Bare, B-A-R-E, about his time in, in, in the world of the adult entertainment industry. But thank God for all of us, he also loves flop musicals. He loves them so much, folks. He has created a company called Tom's Trendy Tees. One more time, folks. That's Tom's, T-O-M-S, Trendy Tees, T-E-E-S. Um, if you go to Tom's Trendy Tees, which is on Etsy.com, E-T-S-Y.com, you are going to see that he sells 228 types of T-shirts. Now, what yes. are now what are on these T-shirts, you might ask? He has 95 Flop musicals as T-shirts, um, so you can, and they're all twenty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents each. Um, you can get such shows shirts as Pleasures and Palaces, 
Rockabye Hamlet. Oh my God, we're really going there. Grind. Wow. Tovarich, The Rink, and my personal favorite, Sarah Vop. Now, I bought a shirt from Tom about a year ago, and it was a golden rainbow t-shirt. Golden rainbow. This shirt, guys, it's incredibly comfortable, and I have washed it repeatedly, and it's, it's still, like, amazingly fresh. Like, it's not like... Like the like the, the lettering fades away or anything. These shirts it's are like an infomercial. It, it, it I feel like shares should you're, come no, out. You're really like, like talk about now. Shipping a handling. Not only does he have these Broadway flop T-shirts, and once again, guys, ninety-five different Broadway musical flops are available for purchase. They're only twenty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents each. He also has a couple of other like movie ones. One is for the UBS network for our network fans out there. Was the logo for the network? And I'm going to send one at you, Kevin, and tell me what this is from. What is Vera Charles in Midsummer Madness from? Uh, is that the is that the musical that Vera is in in Maine? You're so close. It's the play that Vera is in in anti I'm so sorry. Sorry. So it literally a shirt that says Vera Charles oh in Midsummer gosh. Madness. If you so want to, if you want to feel, look, and I, I love a niche joke, and this is you, this is so niche and it's so perfect. So I want you all to go over to Tom's Trendy Tees. That's on Etsy. One more time, Tom's Trendy Tees on Etsy. Get yourself one of these Broadway flop T-shirts and take a photo of you wearing it and send it to Kevin and I. I just ordered a whole bunch today, and while I was ordering, I was like, "Why have we not talked about this? Because oh this is goodness. kind of incredible." And we have. Can we just admit there were a lot of great flop musicals that had brilliant, beautiful key art? Oh, and then no, then no one is ever going to get to see. Like, Gorgeous posters, uh, absolutely stunning art. If You're you, exactly right. If you look at the key art for Rockabye Hamlet, it's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. So, well, said no one ever until <laughs> now, till this moment that you and wow. I are right now. So anyway, that's that is my favorite thing. Go check out Tom's work. If you, if oh you, wow, good job, Tom. Yeah, yeah. So so thanks, Tom. So I, and I'm not getting anything free for this, by the way. I'm just no, I'm, no. I believe I you. Just but, as, as I'm wearing like a Sarah t-shirt. You got your like angel t-shirt. Angel on. is one of the ones you can buy. Are you serious? Yeah, it, they come in small, okay. medium, large, so extra large. So here's my question, Tom. Extra, can extra you put these uh, now that there might be some young parents out there with children who are newborns? And boy, would I love a onesie with this stuff on it. Are you kidding me? Tom, you like golden you... rainbow and he's got like on a little onesie. This is my life now as I think of these things, but it's true. Like, you know, my, my good friend Jill had a baby and her she had a onesie that she got off of Etsy that says eat, drink, poop, listen to show tunes. And that's – oh my god. Well, I want that. So, actually, I don't even – I actually, I want that T-shirt. That's just for you. You want to wear that. That's for you. Um, yeah, so mine is Tom's Trendy Tees, and you are? AIR Broadcasting YouTube channel to check out John Cullum and his wife, Emily Frankel. Their vlog. Their vlog. I love a vlog. 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 Great. Then we will uh, make sure to tune in on Monday, because on Monday you're going to hear Kevin, Robbie, and I discuss the upcoming Broadway musicals. I think are, we do. Yeah, we know that. We, uh, well, we we were a couple of drinks in at that point. I so. really tried to keep things on on yeah. topic. Ke- Kevin really did. Kevin came in with a fucking list, and he has a cute little map that he does where it's like he like puts like the theaters all on a grid. All right, all right, all he, right. It's adorable. I and do. He helps. he did that, and and I had a couple of too many Seagrams, and and I just don't know what happened. I'm sorry. No, you I, I'm you guys literally are so funny that I can't. I'm, I can't even keep up. I'm just like an you? audience member. I am an audience member happily. I am not saying that I am 
how you, you Rob, you are so funny. You're so fast and quick witted that it's, I, it is shot. There's so many times where I'm like, I, I'm like, Robbie, how does he come up with this stuff so fast? Like you're no, you're like, Stop I should be it. in a 30, 1930s radio announcer. No, no, you should be like on SNL. You should be on like a, a comedy troupe where it's like, I, you should be in, in the, what's the hip hop rap thing that's coming to Broadway. You should freestyle. be. Freestyle. <laughs> Because you are, you're so quick, and it always is most almost always funny. Like, <laughs> almost. Well, nobody's almost. funny all the time. Like, but like your track record is pretty damn good. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Yeah, so anyway, uh, if I, well, you know, uh, I have nothing funny to say now. That's always great when someone's like, "Hey, you're really funny." Good. Like, I don't know what to say. Ha-ha, I'm I got tongue, him. I'm tongue tied. And we thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you think when you check out our favorite things. Yeah, and go and buy – I want to see you either wearing one of Tom's shirts or next to a screenshot of John Cullen. Post a – post yourself in a a, a Tom's Trendy Tee with you and John Cullen and his wife. (laughs) And if you can get the real John Cullen and his wife. (laughs) Hey, kudos. Then you get get free potato skins on me from – from TGIF and I'll probably eat all the <laughs> potato skins before they get to the table. I just I'm not you're not getting anything. I'm so sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. All right, till next time. See you next week everyone. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.